Are you dreaming of visiting Switzerland? Planning a trip to Switzerland is very exciting, but it can also be overwhelming. How do you choose which of the many scenic cities, towns and villages to visit? Which mountaintop excursions should you take? And what's the best way to get around Switzerland? And of course, how much of the country can you realistically see within your time frame? If you've asked yourself any of these questions, this is the podcast for you. This is the Holidays to Switzerland travel podcast, and in each episode, your host Carolyn Schonefinger chats with Swiss travel experts to answer your most commonly asked questions, provide practical tips, and take you on a virtual visit to the most popular destinations, and of course, some hidden gems to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland. And you'll hear plenty of conversations about Swiss cheese and chocolate too. Are you ready to plan your trip to Switzerland? Well, let's get started. Grüezi and welcome to episode 46. I'm your host, Carolyn. One of the many wonderful things to do in Switzerland is to ride a cable car, funicular or mountain railway to the top of a mountain peak. There are tons and tons of choices for mountain excursions right across the country and nowhere more so than in the Jungfrau region. But having such a huge choice of excursions can also cause a bit of a dilemma. Which ones do you choose? And how will you afford them? It's no secret that Switzerland is an expensive country and a cable car or mountain train ride can easily set you back 100 Swiss francs per adult. So that's where transport or rail passes come in. With just one ticket, you can ride on mountain railways, cable cars and funiculars, as well as the regular public transport system within a certain area. On previous episodes of the podcast, we've chatted about the Swiss Travel Pass and the Jungfrau Travel Pass. And today it's time to discover all the benefits of the regional pass Berner Oberland. My guest is Jana Amacher, who you might remember from episode eight. When that episode was recorded, Jana worked for Jungfrau Region Tourism, and she gave us a great insight into the highlights of the region and the different towns and villages. These days, Jana works for BLS, a regional railway company and she's the manager of the regional pass Berner Oberland. She's going to tell us about the many inclusions of the regional pass, which includes some famous and less well-known attractions, give us a suggested three-day itinerary for the Jungfrau region, and tell us how much money can be saved by purchasing the pass. Sound good? I know I can't wait to hear from Jana, but before we do, I'd like to acknowledge the support of Switzerland Tourism, who are the sponsors of the podcast. On their website, myswitzerland.com, you'll find lots of helpful articles about the Jungfrau region and the rest of Switzerland, so make sure you check it out. And remember, if you need the perfect shot, you need Switzerland. Hi, Jana. Welcome back to the podcast. It's uh, great to have you here again. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for having me here again. And uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here again. Would you like to introduce yourself um, for those listeners that didn't hear you on the previous podcast episode and, and just share a bit about your background and your career in the tourism industry? Uh, my name is Jana Amacher. Uh, I was born and raised in the middle of the beautiful Jungfrau region, uh, namely in the village of Meiringen. Because I was always quite close to tourism I started working as well in the tourism sector. So I worked, for example, at the tourist center in Meiringen. And then later I started working for Jungfrau region. Well, Meiringen is also part of it. 
but there I worked in Interlaken, which is the headquarter, and from there I promoted the region abroad in different markets. And I bet that was an easy job promoting the beautiful Jungfrau region. Yes, it's it's so easy to talk about your hometown. Of course. Now, you now work for BLS, uh, a railway company that services the, the Bernese Oberland, uh, and you're manager for a product called the Regional Pass Berner Oberland. So for our listeners that aren't familiar with the Regional Pass, can you explain to them what it is, please? Yes, uh, the Regional Pass Berner Oberland is basically your travel ticket for the entire Bernese Oberland. So like any numbers of journeys by public transport, which means bus and trains in the Bernese Oberland are included, but as well over 25 mountain excursions, the lake cruises on Lake Brienz and Thun, and as well like 40 bonus partners. Uh, this is, for example, museums or special excursions. There you get some discount with this special ticket. Okay, so one ticket co- covers all that. And I think it's also worth mentioning that even though it's called the Bernese Oberland, uh, the region that the pass covers, it actually stretches all the way to Lucerne. Yeah, that's true. You can use it to Lucerne and to Bern. And in this Lucerne, you have not the big things included, but you can do like train rides to the Emmental. Uh, we have new partners like Marbach Eck. So you can spend uh, some days in the Lucerne area as well with the pass. Mm, that's great. So how does the regional pass differ from the Jungfrau travel pass, which is probably a, a little more well known uh, with international tourists? For example, in the Jungfrau Travel Pass, the connecting ticket to Jungfrau Joch is cheaper than with the Regional Pass because it's a product from the railway company. But the Regional Pass Bernese Oberland, it covers the whole Bernese Oberland. So as I told, you can also travel to Lucerne, but you can travel to Gstaad, Brieg, to the Grimsel Pass. So I think the Jungfrau Travel Pass is the product for the Jungfrau region and the regional pass if you use it a bit further away, further away as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, as you said, it, it covers that wider area. Exactly. It always depends what you are doing and what it's worth the money then. So what durations is the regional pass available in? Uh, you can buy it for three, four, six, eight or ten days. Okay, and that must the pass be used on consecutive days? Is that, is that right? Yes, that's correct. There's like no flex pass like we have it with the Swiss travel pass. It's always consecutive. Now, with the regional pass, I know that it's available in both second class and first class. So on which modes of transport um, can can you use it on first class? Is And, and why, why would someone purchase a first class pass instead of a second class pass? Yeah, this is really a great question. I got asked a lot because normally with those passes, you have the mountain excursions included and there it doesn't matter if you're riding first or second class because normally on a mountain railway, you are not able to take first class. But we have some beautiful train routes in the Bernese Oberland and there it makes sense to travel first class. For example, if you take the Lucerne Interlaken Express, you have this beautiful scenery and the first class gives you a bit more comfort 
as well if you arrive from Bern. You just have a bit, it's comfortable, you have more space. So whenever you use a lot of train rides, it's really worth it. But if you only use like mountain railways or mostly, then second class is enough. And one of the railways um, that we should also mention is part of the Golden Pass line um, from Interlaken through uh, Zweisimmen to almost to, well, it goes to Montreux, but the pass, as you said, covers you almost to Stad. So you'd be able to travel first class on that train as well with a first class pass, I imagine. Exactly. Till Gstaad, it's uh, free of charge. And then uh, from Gstaad to Montreux, you have a special price with the regional pass. You need to pay a little more because that's not included. So what, what is the cost for children? Is there a special price for them, uh, for their parents who are purchasing the, the regional pass? Yes, uh, the cost for children is always 30 Swiss francs. So if you buy as a parent a three-day pass in second class, it will be valid as well for three days and second class. Or if you buy a 10-day pass first class, it will be valid on the same dates and the same travel class. But if you stay longer in Switzerland and you are traveling through different regions, you should definitely buy the junior travel card because with the junior travel card, children from age of six up to their 16th birthday, they can travel on public transport in Switzerland for a whole year. And together with the Regionalpass Berner Oberland, this ticket is also valid. So, for example, if you go with the Regionalpass Berner Oberland to uh, Jungfrau Jochtop of Europe or Schilthorn, you can take your child with you for 30 Swiss francs for a whole year. Amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful value. So just to to um, clarify that, the junior card is also available for 30 Swiss franc, which is available for the whole year uh, for, for folks that are traveling in, you know, much of Switzerland. But if they're not doing that and they're own, the parents are only buying the regional pass, then they can buy the children's version of that for 30 Swiss franc. Exactly. If you're just staying four days in the region, you can easily buy the four days pass. But if you know you're traveling for one month, it's already worth to buy the the whole year card. Now, one of the questions that gets asked quite often in the uh, Switzerland Travel Planning Facebook group is in regards to the reduced price of the pass. Um, so for those people that don't know, uh, if you already hold a Swiss travel pass or a Swiss half fare card, when you purchase the regional pass, you can buy that at a reduced rate. But can you explain to the listeners um, how that all works? Because I know uh, some people think that if you've got your Swiss travel pass, it um, you can use it for part of your trip and you can use the regional pass for another part of the trip. But that's not exactly how it works, is it? Yeah, it is really important that if you buy the regional pass for the reduced price, that they are valid on the same date. So, for example, if you have a flex pass version of the Swiss travel pass and you buy a reduced regional pass, the dates of the Swiss travel pass must be activated on the same travel dates. If you don't want to spend your days or want to activate them from your Swiss travel pass, you can buy the regional pass for additional days where you don't activate your Swiss travel pass, but then you need to 
buy it for the for the normal price and not the reduced one. But it could still be worth it because with the Swiss travel pass, it's more train rides. And with the regional pass, you can really save money on the mountain railways. So you can combine them as well. Okay. And the discount is also uh, valid with the Swiss half fare card too, isn't it? Which is Which lasts for a whole month. Exactly. So there you shouldn't have the problem because you have the Swiss half fare card uh, valid for the month and then you can just buy your regional pass somewhere between those dates and then you have the reduced price. So if you have a regional pass for 10 days, it's really worth to buy the Swiss half fare card beside that as well. So once someone has purchased the, the regional pass, how do they use it um, to board the trains and, and boats and, and mountain railways? Um, it's quite easy. It's like traveling around with your Swiss travel pass and it looks exactly the same. There will be a QR code on it and your name and your birthday. And with this, you can just uh, sit in the train. And if someone from the staff comes by, you show your regional pass. Or at the mountain railways, they will just have a look at it because they don't scan it. So it's always a bit different. But normally you just you just go somewhere and show it to the staff. So if you're going on a cable car ride, uh, would you present it at the ticket office and then they give you a special ticket to get through the, the turnstile into the, the cable car itself? You're always welcome to go to the counter and switch it. But if you see that there are many people, you can also have a look at if you see some stuff at the gondola where they board and you can show it to them as well. But they need to open uh, individually. So that's why someone needs to be there. A couple of the Jungfrau region's most popular excursions aren't fully included in the regional pass, as you, as you mentioned before, but, but they are discounted. Um, so for people who are wanting to go uh, up to the Jungfrau top of Europe or Schilthorn with the regional pass, what extra supplements do they have to pay? Um, if you want to go to Jungfrau top of Europe, it will cost you 99 Swiss francs. If you don't have a reduced fare, but for example, if you then have uh, your Swiss half fare card, it's less. It's like half of the price. And if you want to visit Schildhorn, you can travel for free till Müren, so the village. And from Müren to Schildhorn, you have 50% discount. Um, this is about 40 Swiss francs you need to pay extra. Okay. And some of the other well-known mountain excursions in the region are free with the, the regional pass, um, including Grindelwald first, um, the Schinniger Platte and Harder Kulm. But there are many other excursions that aren't as well-known. So I'd like to ask you about some of those because if someone is in the region and has a regional pass, it's definitely worth considering doing some of these other trips. Uh, so let's start with the Brienza Rothorn Barn. What can you tell us about that excursion? Um, yeah, the Brienza Rothorn Barn is fully included in the regional pass. The Rothorn Barn is over 125 years old. It's a steam railway and it brings you up to the Brienza Rothorn Mountain. This is uh, over 2,300 metres above sea level. So you will get the beautiful view on the Lake of Brienz. Also, when traveling up to the top, you will already have this beautiful view. 
Um, on the summit, there is a little trail and a nice restaurant. Or what I did last summer, for example, you can take a three to five hours hike to the other side, so the Lucerne side, to Turen or Lungen. There's also a gondola, so if you want to only walk three hours, uh, you can take the gondola, or if you go five hours, you walk to Lungen, and the gondola and the train to go back to Interlaken, or um, your starting point is included in the regional pass as well. Yeah, it's a great excursion. I remember doing it a few years ago with our um, two sons and they just absolutely loved it. The The combination of the steam train and, and, and the views was just amazing. And I think it's worth mentioning too that that trip alone, if you buy a return ticket uh, without having a, a travel pass, is something like 94 or 96 Swiss mm-hmm. francs. So yeah. that's a huge saving by, by having the, the pass. And for the Brienzer Rotorn, I always recommend to reserve the seat in advance. They don't have many seats, so you can um, buy a ticket when you have the regional pass, so like an extra ticket as well for the normal passengers, and then you can reserve your uh, wished time to travel. Otherwise, you need to wait till all the reserved guests can come, but only in high season, like July, August. Okay, yeah, that's great to know. Now, another one, uh, another mountain excursion that I did last time was in Switzerland, which um, I was just yeah, amazed with. It was so fantastic. It was the, the Niesenbahn, um, and that's got a quite an interesting story um, about that. So could you tell us about that? Yeah, I'm not sure if you did the 10,000 steps there. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> because uh, there you will find the longest staircase in the world with more than 10,000 steps. It's a height difference of about 1,700 meters, so that's crazy. Um, the Niesenbahn is fully included in the Regional Pass, and it's quite famous, the, the mountain Niesen, because they have this, or the Niesen has this iconic pyramid shape. And it's really located high above the Lake of Thun. And as well on the top, you have just a beautiful panorama. Yeah, the the views are just amazing. They, they reminded me very much of the views from the, the top of the Schilthorn. You can see the lakes and so many other mountains and oh, it was just amazing. Yeah. Of course, there's a beautiful restaurant there on a sunny terrace and playgrounds for children. So, it's yeah, that's a, a fantastic excursion for someone uh, who's in the region and, and looking for something else to do. Uh, another one we should talk about is the Reichenbach Falls um, that you can take an excursion to there. And I know that's in your area where where, you're, where you come from. So please tell us more about the, the Reichenbach Falls and the excursion there. Yes. As I mentioned, I live in Meiringen, so the Reichenbach Fallbahn is also in Meiringen. With the Regionalpass Berner Oberland, it's not included, but you will get a discount. You just pay the the children price instead of the adult price. And uh, the excursion is a must for the Sherlock Holmes fans. You start from Meiringen with the Nostalgic Railway, and it brings you to the Reichenbach Fall. That's where the famous detective Sherlock Holmes fell into the waterfall, which is 120 meters high, and it's quite nice to have a look at it. And there's a few other Sherlock Holmes uh, things in town too that you could have a look at while while you're there too and make it a a, a day out. 
Yeah, it's the they, there are only uh, two museums of Sherlock Holmes. One is in London and the other one is in Meiringen. So it's worth a visit. And even with bad weather as well, the Reichenbach Fallbahn, it's really nice to see because when there's rain, there's even more water coming down. So that's nice. Now, what about the uh, the cable car which connects Kandersteg to um, Ocean and Sea, which many people will have seen photos of? It's a it's an incredibly um, turquoise coloured lake, uh, and that's another trip that is is worth doing. So. Uh, what have you got to share with us about that? Um, yeah, also this um, activity, you can travel for free with the Regional Pass. It's a cable car that brings you up to the Öschinen Lake, which you mentioned. And some say it's the most beautiful mountain lake in the Alps. As you were told, there are so many pictures of it because it has this deep blue color and you can do some hiking trails above the lake. I did that as well two summer or two years ago. And the view is just amazing. And they also have some summer toboggan run. So it's a great adventure to discover. Okay. So is there any other uh, particular excursions or inclusions with the regional pass that you think we should know about? Um, also, a nice highlight is you can take the train to Gstaad. So you start your journey wherever you are. And once you are in Gstaad, there are some cable cars as well going from the village to the mountains. And if you take one of those cable cars, you can reach the Lauenensee. That's a lake also quite famous of pictures. You always see this picture with a, with a little boat on it. Well, it's just like a wooden boat, not the big one. And it's, yeah, it's really nature. And in Gstaad, you have so many cows. So it's a quite a traditional village and worth seeing. Okay. And what are some of the attractions that people can uh, receive a discount off the admission with the regional pass? One really famous is the Gelmer Funicular. There you get a special prize with the Regional Pass. It has a maximum incline of 106 degrees, and this makes it to the steepest open funicular in Europe. And mm. once you reach the top, you can also go to the Gelmer Lake, which is also a nice lake. And you see many videos on YouTube, and they speed up the... <laughs> the Gelmer funicular. So it's not the mount, uh, mountain roller coaster. It's actually quite slow, but it's still an adventure. So our, our listeners can um, get a feel for the discounts and the advantage of, of having a, a regional pass. If we take the, the three-day pass, um, which costs 230 Swiss franc in second class, as an example, what sort of savings could they make? over those three days um yeah i'll just suggest like a three days program so we, mm, we start with uh, day one it's a good idea to travel to schinige platte so you start your ride in wilderswil with an old-fashioned train and once you reach the schinige platte there you have a daily alporn entertainment so really swiss you have some smaller or also um hiking trails that are not so long and you have a alpine playground for the children a botanical alpine garden so it's really nice and it is start of one of the most beautiful hikes in the region the hike from uh to first so it needs like about six hours so it's really a day program 
but at the end you will reach the Bach Alpsee, the blue jewel of the Bernice Alps, we call it as well. And once you reach Grindelwald first, and if you have enough time, you can do the first cliff walk, you can do the zip lines, and there's much to discover. And after this long day of hiking, you can just take the gondola back from first to Grindelwald. And like the whole program is included in the regional pass. Well, day two, there's a good idea to take the train from Interlaken to Lauterbrunnen. I'm sure most of you know Lauterbrunnen, the valley of the 72 waterfalls. And from Lauterbrunnen, from the train station, it only takes you 10 minutes walking to the Staubachfall, which is the highest free-falling waterfall, and I'm sure one of the most Instagrammed waterfalls all over Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And there you also see this church, and it's all really close to the to the train station. And after you made this short break, you can take the train from Lauterbrunnen to Wengen. This goes every 30 minutes, so you're just really flexible. And it only takes 15 minutes. And yeah, once you're in Wengen, you should definitely spend some time there as well because it's a car-free village at the foot of the Jungfrau. And uh, if you're then based in Wengen, you can take the Royal Ride. That's a rooftop balcony of the Mannlichen Gondola. So you are on the gondola in a balcony and you can sit down to the valley of Lauterbrunnen. And this brings you up to the Mannlichen. On the Mannlichen itself, there you have the Berggasthaus, so you can have lunch. Or you can uh, take a 20 minutes walk to a big crown, which is the royal experience, so the royal walk. And this is really easy made. Uh, after this, you can just go down on the other side of the Mannlichen. And that means that you go back to Grindelwald. And if you're in Grindelwald and you still have time, you can take the bus to the Pfingsteckbahn. That's a little gondola over Grindelwald. And there's a fly line and a toboggan run. And as well, the glacier gorge is really close to the Pfingsteckbahn. So that's a really nice day program as well if the wet weather's not too good, for example. Still, the gorge is nice and the cable cars and the gondolas. That's, that's really a good program. So like on the first day, you already had like a saving of about 100 Swiss francs. On the second day, you save like 50 Swiss francs. And at the end, I will tell you how much you can save with the three day in total, because mm -hmm. we still have our third day. Uh, I suggest you take the train from Interlaken to Meiringen. This is part of the Interlaken Lucerne Express. So really a nice view on the lakes. Make sure you sit on the right side of the train or ask the locals because one side is close to the Lake of Brient and that's quite nice. And from Meiringen, you can also take a cable car up in the mountain. It's the Hasliberg and the Alpen Tower is the highest point from the Hasliberg. In summer, you have there every day a breakfast buffet and it's really famous amongst local or Swiss people. And from there, you have like a panoramic view on 401 mountain peaks. And uh, I always recommend a reservation because most of the Swiss families, they come like with 10 people up there. 
So okay. uh, yeah, it's um, better you do it in advance. And once you go back to Meiring and there you can take, for example, the postal bus back to Grindelwald because there you will cross the Grosse Scheidegg, you will be in the Reichenbach Valley because one picture is also really a lot on um, Facebook, the one from the Reichenbach Valley with this river going through and you see the mountain in the background and that's all on this postal bus line. And the good thing is you have this regional pass, so you can just leave the bus, for example, at the Glacier Gorge in Rosenlaui, and or you can uh, take a stop at Schwarzwaldalp. There's a little sawmill, and that's also a nice program. And I suggest if you have the three days pass, that one evening you visit Harderkulm, top of Interlaken, because they have nice dinner and most of the people, they don't know that it's open this long because it's a funicular. So if you see you have some time left, it's only a 10 minutes ride from Interlaken. You can have there a beer or a dinner and you can go back because from there you have a nice view on the two lakes because Interlaken is situated between them. And if you're doing all of those things for three days, it would be about 450 Swiss francs, which means you can save like 200 Swiss francs with the regional Postbernerobrand. So that's quite a lot. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what I'll do is uh, I'll include in the show notes um, all those places that you've mentioned so that if people want to follow your three-day itinerary, they, they've got all the information and, and know where to go. <laughs> now, what about, um, I, I won't make you go through six whole days, but if someone bought a six-day pass, what sort of savings could they look at be looking at with that would it be you know double the three the three day savings or even more yeah as you saw there's so many activities in the whole bernie's overland starting from lake cruises to gorges there is a cave you can visit and there like there are cable cars and so many mountain lakes you can reach so like uh, and most of them are included in the Regionalpass Berner Oberland. I mean, the biggest that are not included is Schilton and Jungfraujoch, but all the other cable cars basically are really included. So if you want to use mountain railways, the pass will be really worth the money and you can save a lot. I would say the more days you take, the more money you can save. Mm-hmm. Because it gets like cheaper from day to day. If you have a three days pass, it's about 77 Swiss francs per day, but it gets cheaper from the more days you have. But of course, yeah. if you have more days, you don't need to do every day huge program. The three days program I mentioned, that's really if you want to see and if you want to, to experience something. If you were talking to a visitor who was coming to the region for the very first time and they wanted to do something that was a little um, off the normal tourist trail or or not one of the the big famous sites, what would you recommend they do? Um, There are several options in the region, I'd say. So, for example, uh, in Grindelwald, you can reach the Busalp. That's uh, also a mountain where you can go up by, by bus. Or you can take the train and go to the Emmental. Um, for example, if you go to Trubschachen, you can visit the Kambli. And that's where they produce really famous uh, Swiss biscuits. And you can go there to the, to the rail, mountain railway. 
or I mentioned the Rosenlaui Glacier Gorge. So that's not really a hot spot. There are some tourists, but uh, it's always worth because there are less tourists up there. So there's definitely plenty of options, something to suit everyone, whether we want to do a, a mountain excursion or see some lakes or glaciers or gorges. There, there's really, really is something in the region for everyone. Thank you very much, Jana, for sharing all that with us. And um, I hope that now our listeners will be more familiar with the regional pass Berner Oberland and, and they'll consider that when they're planning their trip to Switzerland. I'll include um, some links in the show notes as to where they can buy their regional pass and also an area map so that they can see exactly the whole area that it covers and all of the discounts available and, and the inclusions with the pass. Thank you again for joining. It's been wonderful to chat to you again. Yeah, it was wonderful. Thank you, Caroline. I think you'll agree the regional pass Berner Oberland offers plenty of bang for your buck. Covering a large part of central Switzerland, it gives you so many options, particularly if you'd like to explore a bit further afield than just the immediate area around Interlaken that's known as the Jungfrau region. As I mentioned when I was chatting to Jana, I'll include a link to the area map of the regional pass in the show notes for this episode so you can see exactly where you can travel with the pass. And you'll also find a link to purchase your regional pass too. Are you still unsure if the regional pass is the best option for your trip? Without a doubt, the question that is asked the most in the Switzerland Travel Planning Group in Facebook that I run is, which rail pass should I buy? It's the single most difficult part of planning a trip to Switzerland for many people. Unfortunately, there's no simple answer, and it does take a bit of work to determine which pass will offer the best value for your trip. So, to help make things a little easier, I've put together a simple step-by-step guide to help you choose the right pass for your trip. You can find it at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash Swiss rail passes. No one wants to waste their precious vacation dollars buying the wrong rail pass, so take a look at my step-by-step guide before you hit the buy now button. The show notes for this episode are available at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash episode 46. And again, the link for the step-by-step guide to choosing the best rail pass for your trip is holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash Swiss rail passes. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Until next time, happy travel planning. If you'd like more great resources to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland, there are lots of ways to connect with us. Visit our website, holidaystoswitzerland.com, sign up for our monthly newsletter, or join our friendly, helpful community of past and future travellers in our Switzerland Travel Planning Group. You'll also find the links to connect with us in the show notes for this episode. Show notes and a list of all previous episodes are available at holidaystoswitzerland.com slash podcast. Don't miss out on your fortnightly dose of Swiss travel inspo. Hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating. That's all for this edition of the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Thanks for joining us and happy travel planning.